Welcome to the return slot of horror. A podcast set in the basement of a video store much like the one from your youth. A place where Mickey, Marika, and Michelangelo hang out after hours, talk about horror films, and can't seem to agree on much other than their love for the genre. So grab a drink, be careful on the stairs, and don't be the last one left in the basement at the end of the night. <laughs> Welcome, listener, to the return slot of horror. <laughs> no, uh, we are. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, no, okay. We we have to listener. We have to modify how we say it because our mics always like uh, drop out. Is the term? Is that is that what it's called? Well, they peak, and when they peak, they the 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 server like shuts it off it like doesn't let it peak when i peak m- my server shuts it off you know what i'm saying um, oh i'm always taking a peek and my <laughs> server's turning it on baby <laughs> we, uh, we are a podcast recorded in the basement of the video store we co-own and operate after hours when the doors are locked the vhs's are rewound and the moon is glowing pale blue on a brisk and breezy night we like to hang out in the basement crack open a drink and discuss our beloved genre horror now horror has intrigued disturbed delighted aroused and confused us we are totally helplessly in love with it so every episode we invite you listener to join us for a drink as we discuss a film selected from one of our painstakingly curated subsections of the video store now for those of you who uh, uh, who are, weren't lucky enough to have grown up with an independent video store, Mickey, can you sort of explain who, our store and sure. uh, the subsections that I'm yeah. speak of? So uh, for those who don't know, before there was uh, a vast libraries of content on, on streaming services, there was the video store where you had to go and select a movie to watch for the night. If you were lucky and your parents let you, you could choose many movies. Uh, but for guys like me, what we loved, especially Michelangelo too, we loved the independent stores. These are the ones where you get a lot of uh, flavor. You get a lot of personality. And these sections could be curated by just some employee that decided to make a section that makes absolutely no sense but to the employee. But it made it feel like a place where you could go and have a conversation and learn new things, watch new fun films, and then share your experiences with them. So that's what we're trying to bring to you now. We hope that you enjoy perusing our sections and joining in on our conversations. Well put. Um, so, you know, you could you could spend all day trying to find, like, Monster Squad, but what section might you find that in? Well, obviously, Mickey? that's going to be in Child Frights, because it frightened me when I was a child. Yes, and and me as well. Um, so this week we find ourselves in the Werewolf Werewolf section of the video store. Um, now are we film critics? Absolutely not. Are we doing a deep analysis of the film, sharing all of the little histories of, of, of like how it was made and all that stuff? Nope. No, no, we're just we're just humble video store clerks shining a light on our love, thoughts, experiences connected to these films and how they've affected our lives. So, you know, trigger warning right now. Um, if you've clicked on this and you're not a constant listener, um, you're clicked on it because you like the movie we're about to talk about. 
Um, now, we ask you to please not be offended if one of us has a question or perhaps even a, a critical thought or two about the film that you love dearly so much. Uh, it's 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 we love the films typically typically right well, at least mm -hmm. one of us is obsessed with the film sure. and and any criticisms or questions are coming from a place of wanting to understand and love so that's that's what we're doing so i just want to get that out of the way so we could just enjoy ourselves and have a good time and and know uh, uh listener that you're you're in safe hands right now humble safe hands um now usually uh, it's, uh, Mickey, myself and our, uh, uh the other co-owner of the video store, Marika, but she unfortunately is upstairs working again, but we have a special guest again, a returning, a returning guest. guest. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mickey, would you like to do the intro for our I, I would, special I would love guest? To. So, uh, joining us tonight is the super talented, super pretty, uh, um, super, uh, listen, just, it's my wife. Molly is joining <laughs> us again for another round of the Return to Slot of Horror podcast. I am very, very happy that you're here with us. I thought that it was only fitting that after doing Ginger Snaps that you get to jump in on this film. Molly, Molly. are you there? Can you hear me? Molly, stop. Yeah, yeah. she was chugging. She was chugging her drink. Chugging her drink. Pace yourself. Pace I yourself. Thought, I thought I'm going to be the one to get this howl in here. So I tried to howl. Uh, <laughs> it just peaks too much. The mics don't peaks. like it. It's peaking. We're going to have to put in, like, Mickey. Mickey is also... Yeah, Mickey, who's also our editor, just put in some howls for us, okay? Uh, we're going to howl yeah. throughout this whole thing. This thing's going to be a, a howling since, yeah, it's <laughs> we'll you, you got them it. later. Um, Molly, who you will recognize from the top of every episode, because she does our, our intro, um, we're so happy and delighted that you came back for what I think is a good two-hander um, uh, uh, with the film we're going to be talking about tonight. So th thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me back. You know, I like this uh, werewolf, their wolf theme so much that I had to rejoin, you know? Mm -hmm. right. yeah. um, so, you know, before we get into the film we're discussing, uh, we like to discuss our films over a drink. So what, what are we drinking tonight, gang? Molly, why don't you start? Hmm. Okay, mine's a, a I'll, I'll keep the reason why I'm drinking this for a little bit later, but um, I'm having a whiskey sour. Oh, okay. You're, and you're, you're going to explain that later. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll explain. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could explain now. You can explain it now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I decided to have a whiskey sour. Uh, number one, because it's delicious. And number two, um, <laughs> one of the most standout moments <laughs> in this movie is the coach eating the hard boiled uh, egg <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. while coaching and just <laughs> yeah i don't know i was like oh god so gross but an egg white is delicious in a whiskey sour yes Chicken. that's what makes her yours mm. unique she puts an egg white in her whiskey sour Okay. I was wondering. I was confused. Yeah, I was so like, was my, he drinking so I, a whiskey sour? I, I didn't know. I just didn't want to be eating a hard boiled egg while we were podcasting. So I thought I would just, Smart. you know, throw out a little tribute to the egg. Throw a little in my drink. I appreciate that. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. They, they, they kind of stink up the joint. 
The basement this, has a unique smell yeah, already. Yeah. We don't need to add <laughs> eggs to it. <laughs> the, the patina of this basement. Oh, right. no, no, no. Uh, patina. <laughs> it is something. Ripe. Um, I've been cultivating that smell for years. For years, years. It's, yeah, I <laughs> It's agree. a patina. I like how you said it, Mickey. It's a patina. It's like a, a, a great pair of work boots or a leather <laughs> jacket or something. Yeah. Um, All right. Mickey, did you did you prepare a spooky cocktail? Do we have I, a spooky did, cocktail this week? I, oh. I did not. I did not have time to do a spooky cocktail. I'm so sorry. That's okay, man. That's okay. Not Lame-o. every week, we did, you know. Mine was also very last minute thrown together. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We just got to come up with a name for your whiskey sour that right. ties in with the movie. That's all we really need to do. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What's the coach's name? I don't even know. Uh, the coach Finstock. Coach, coach Finstock, uh, portrayed oh, by Finstock. Jay okay. Tarsis. Okay, great. Fin- it's a Finstock sour. Finstock sour. There we go. It makes it sound like fancy and European. This yeah. week's a spooky cocktail is Finstock sour. Very nice. Uh, so, Mickey, what are you? What are you drinking there? What's in that? What's in that? Well, I'm cup? I'm I'm actually double fisting. <clears throat> I, got, I love it. I got I got my 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 go to my mainstay my boof you might call it, and that is <laughs> that's, that's what she that said. Is, that is a grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is my Double grapefruit. Fisting, I... And one of them is my boof. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk Why? about boofing yeah. later. Yeah, for we sure. will be getting into boofing. But uh, but that's a grapefruit IPA, and then on top of that, I got my. What I guess you would call a Pamela. It is uh, a tequila <laughs> with seltzer with with soda called a grapefruit, or it's a grapefruit and orange tequila soda uh, called faux pas. Faux pas does not sponsor us, but we're open to it. We're open to all sponsors. All sponsors. At any time. Any sponsor. Assuming so that, you're not spreading hate. So yeah. that, <laughs> right. Assuming so, that. And please, no racist companies yeah. it's 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 yeah. sad it's sad that we live in a time where you really have to specify <laughs> something like i i remember yeah, so, so maybe in, not all maybe like, not open to all yeah yeah uh i i remember like this was like uh, maybe 15 years ago i was out at a bar and there was this guy and he had like um like a pin on his uh jean jacket speaking of 80s movies and um uh it had the nazi symbol but with like a like an x on it like no nazis and i thought what a douchey pin and little yeah. did I know, like 15 years later, I'm like, oh, I guess there is you like relevance here to this because it's like, yeah, it's not. OK, anyways, yeah, off off the subject here. What <laughs> sure. I, what am I drinking tonight? Yeah. Hey, Michelangelo, what are hey, you drinking what are you tonight? tonight? Oh. I'm having a gag. of beer. <laughs> <laughs> How is that? That was perfect. That was great. Was that audible? Was that, that was audible? audible? It came in completely. I'm not allowed to talk like that in the house. It scares uh, my partner Allie. Uh, she hates it. The cats uh, get scared by it. Um, it's your uh, wolf, some, man. You're, you got to wolf out sometimes. I got to. I got to wolf out some, and I am gonna wolf out tonight with you guys because and we you're are talking. Keg of beer. And my keg of beer, we're, we're talking about 1985's American coming-of-age lycanthropy sports comedy film with a dash of horror, Teen Wolf. Written by Jeff Flobe and Matthew Weissman, directed by Rob Daniel, and of course starring Michael J. Fox, James Hampton, Su- Susan 
your SETI as sure. Boof, um, yeah. Jerry Levine, Matt Adler, uh, uh, um, Mark Arnold, uh, Jay Tarsus, amongst uh, uh, others, uh, uh, a brilliant cast of people. You can, you gotta say Mark Holton. Did you say Mark Holton? Mark Holton. I did not. I'm sorry. No, I okay. did not say Mark you, Holton. You, I'm you sorry. You gotta say Mark yes. Holton. M- many of us will recognize him from <laughs> Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And Leprechaun. And yeah. Leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I got, I got, I, I got to like ask. Okay, what the hell are we doing watching this movie for the Return Slot of Horror? What? Okay. Why? Yeah. Tell me why we are here doing this. Yeah. Okay. So what's what's so. the dash of horror? <laughs> yeah, the dash of horror. Where Werewolf. is it? Yeah, Werewolf. Hey, yeah. That scene in the bathroom's pretty scary. We're just friendly neighborhood werewolf, you know? If, if, if your dash of horror is his wolf transformation, I may question that. I may question that. <laughs> well, okay. Well, well, we'll get to that. But, 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 okay. So we were talking about werewolf movies, and I said I wanted to do this. But we, we, you, Mickey, you and I agreed like, this really isn't a horror film. It doesn't, you know, I, I, like Mickey, sometimes you pick a film that maybe doesn't necessarily. Fit into the section, right? I yes. I like to pick films that don't necess- that aren't necessarily horror. We did an episode <laughs> on Legend, right? Yep. Not necessarily horror, although no. probably more horror than this. This this is really yeah. This is really a coming of age so sports comedy. Many disappointed horror fans out. Um, <laughs> well, if you were like me growing up and you couldn't watch horror movies because they were very scary, this is a good entry point for you. Because it does okay. have werewolves. Okay. Right? It makes werewolves yeah. so cool. Yeah. Right? Vastly yeah. different okay. from ginger snaps. <laughs> yeah. So, so... Wait, boy werewolves have it so much better than girl werewolves. You know? That, that, yes, I totally agree. This, so, so my sort of explanation of why Teen Wolf. Um, okay. So, so while n- not exactly a horror film, I feel that this is a great follow-up film to 2000's Ginger Snaps. Agreed. Um, yeah. While that film so elegantly uses lycanthropy as a metaphor for what a young girl goes through as she becomes a woman, Teen Wolf teaches us uh, um, one must have respect and belief in who you really are and not some fantasy born out of celebrity and success. And that sometimes we inherit things from our families that we have to accept, but by no means does it have to define who we are or who we will become. Uh, But it's wrapped up in this silly, entertaining, fast movie coming of age sports comedy. I think the, go ahead. Michelangelo, that, that description of of this movie might be the best description I've ever heard for this movie. It was so good. It was so, so good. Oh, let me finish. <laughs> can we, can we go on IMDb and change it real Thank quick? Thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin it now. I'm gonna gild the lily. Oh, um, man. Uh, <laughs> the characters in this movie are broad caricatures of people we all know in real life, but I think they are played with specificity by amazing actors, including the best extras possibly in film history shot in a mere 21 days for a budget of 1.2 million really uh, with a very 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 fly by the seat of your pants production it's a tight script 
efficiently and wonderfully directed with an extremely talented cast and a top-notch editing by uh, Lois Freeman Fox. Um, the sort of the heartbeat at the top, right? Where we get the black, the classic yeah. black intro with the black and white um, title sequence. Uh, the heartbeat that was Lois Friedman Fox. Uh, uh, that was her idea. Uh, she right. was uh, an instrumental part, uh, according to uh, the director, um, Ron Daniel, in mm -hmm. shaping what this seemingly um, silly movie that shouldn't have worked or shouldn't have become a huge success or a cult hit became. Um, yeah, like I in, would, in, in lesser hands would have been pretty ridiculous. Yeah, and this is this is yeah. a first time uh, film director. He had done yep, a lot TV. of television. Uh, this is, I believe, a first time uh, uh, feature film script. This is this is a lot of firsts for people, and a lot of a lot uh, 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 amongst the the cast of the some of the younger people. Um, and uh, uh, I'm I'm going to get into some some details because I think it makes it interesting, giving it uh, context. But uh, I would love to know if you guys have any history with this movie uh, and what were your reactions watching it this time? Sort of like a, a general, like what, what you pulled from it. Uh, Molly, would you like to, would you like to go first? Yeah, I, so I told Mickey when we started watching this, I was like, yeah, I don't think I ever watched it start to finish. And so it was my first time watching it in its entirety. And oh, maybe really? for the same, yeah. So maybe for the same reasons that people weren't watching ginger snaps, I wasn't watching teen wolf. You know mm. why? And it's what could you elaborate on that for those who, who didn't listen to Ginger Snaps? Well, it's about basketball. It's about a teenage boy going through something. And, you know, it's not really like female appealing, I don't mm -hmm. guess. So, you know, for the same reasons that maybe Ginger Snaps was a little off putting to the boy crowd because it talks about periods and turning into a werewolf when you're on a period it just wasn't my like i wasn't like i gotta see it's not a movie that you watch at a sleepover you know what i mean for girls for girls yeah yeah, yeah. this is definitely a sleepover movie maybe for I'm boys wrong, you know yeah, there's there's always I mean, but but this is your like sort of like our our sort of uh, 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 the thing that makes us what we are is like we're bringing our personal experiences to it. So like this is your experience growing up with this and experiencing it as you're watching it. So it's totally valid, obviously. Yeah. And I mean, I knew of it because I kept telling Mickey, I was like, oh, and then he gets on top of the van and he surfs as mm -hmm. the werewolf like i know it so it was probably on at some point but it wasn't a movie that i was like i'm gonna sit down and watch teen wolf fair, fair that makes that makes a lot of sense i would have never have watched ginger snaps as a kid what year did it come out what year is teen 1985 wolf? see also yeah i mean i was two yeah and michael j fox wasn't like your age groups no um, heart yeah throb. Right. Well, Michael J. Fox was more Back to the Future, right? For like when I was well, a kid. I that guess. that brings up that brings up some stuff because the, like uh, I'm I'm gonna talk about that in a minute. But but yes, yes, Back to the Future for sure. Um, what, did you did you have a positive experience watching it this time, Molly? Like all the way through? It was like it was such a, when it was over, Mickey. I can't remember what I said. I was like, such an easy watch, not a horror, right? but like such an easy watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not horror. 
but it's such an easy one. But it has werewolves, so mm-hmm. you know, horror-ish. You could be tricked into thinking it's a horror film. It's got a yeah. sprinkle in there. It's 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 like it's like a just a hint, a note, an aftertaste of of, of horror. He does talk about <laughs> he does talk about werewolf things. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, go eat. What does he say? Like chickens. Chickens. Yeah. Eat chickens. It's like yeah. gives you the imagination of those things. He, yeah. he has that. Quite, he has that weird dream. He's a fire trucks, chasing fire trucks. Chase fire trucks yeah. and eat chickens. <laughs> he's got that weird dream that Boof's in, where he's like, "There was you were there, and like it was a chicken coop, and like they were really big chickens." <laughs> like he doesn't oh, really fully yeah. go into describing that dream, but it sounds it sounds like a dream where it's like it was violent and sexual and weird, and I don't know what this means about who it who, what it says about who I am. But yeah, um, M- Mickey, uh, what was did you, did you have? Do are you do, blah 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 blah? Yeah, that's easy for you to say. <laughs> um please what's 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 your history and and what was it like watching it this time well i'm i I think that you and i uh, you're a middle child right yeah and i'm the youngest so your older brother i mean probably was was it more was he a teen wolf fan um I, it's hard to have been a kid and not be a Michael J. Fox fan. Uh, right. But my brother and I didn't have the greatest relationship bro- growing okay. up. So I don't, okay. I don't, you know, th- th- this was also when I saw this as a kid, this was also during a period of my life where um, it was a movie. So it was good. You know what right. I mean? Before yeah, just, you realize yeah. that movies could be disappointing. It was just like, it's a movie. So I, I enjoy this, even if I don't. You know, like you, it was it was in heavy rotation on television uh, and rentals. Like, you know, my my older brothers. This was their movie. This was Chad, my older brother Chad. This was his movie. I mean, this was like they watched it all the time. I watched it with them. That I I shared this with Molly the other night. That this was such a big movie as a kid growing up. That that my brother. Like it was such a scandalous thing that happened in our small town. My brother got on top of a van and surfed a van around our neighborhood. Whoa! And yep. And I my always parents, wanted to do that. I said, "Boys are so dumb. Boys are so yeah. dumb." <laughs> yeah, but it it made my parents like viscerally angry at this uh, film. Rightfully, at so. actual emotions towards this film of like this is an awful film. And the neighborhood well, was like, "Look, tw- maybe don't be so angry at the film. <laughs> Just be angry at." your brother <laughs> yeah but 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 the, the small little uh eastern texas town i was growing up in were like we really got to be careful of teen wolf of all the things like my mom was having <laughs> me watch the shining with her but this was a movie that drew serious ire <laughs> from all the old people in the small town i was growing up in and it was because my brother got spotted surfing on top of a van they probably weren't even going that fast through our neighborhood and it was mm-hmm. like scandalous. So it's, this film, it, it's well, it's pretty dumb thing to do. It's a pretty it's dumb pretty thing dumb. to do. It's pretty dumb. But he did it, and he didn't get hurt, did he? No, he was fine. Yeah, see, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but also, but also, as a young man watching that, as a young boy, I wasn't a young man. I was a boy. I was a young boy. As as a little kid watching that and watching Teen Wolf, I ended up in a situation in eighth grade where I rode on the back of a vehicle. While I was going like 35, 45, and I fell off 
and it actually really did hurt me. So again, <laughs> I repeat, I repeat, as the mother of boys, boys are the, so the, so dumb. The, adult, the adults had yep. the point. The, the adults had a point. Like girls would so, be how, like, "Oh my god, that's so dumb. Why are you doing that?" Because I don't know. Dude, I don't know. You like uh, it though? Do you like yeah. it? Uh, you, have you ever seen Teen Wolf? Have you ever seen Teen Wolf? It's like, <laughs> oh my uh, God, this is what you do before you go. It's like, these guys get girls, and the only way they get girls is by riding on top of a car. <laughs> I I lost my mind as a kid when that scene happened. I so always cool. wanted to do that. I, I love the beach. I love the beach, boys. I loved yeah. the word cowabunga, obviously. I loved Michael J. Fox. I thought it was a brilliant choice by the filmmakers. I think a lot of movies about teenagers try to capture something like that, uh, along with like the party scene that we'll get into later. Um, and most of the time, I, I think they fail and it feels forced. But I think this captured this this time and this place at that age like perfectly. And and a lot of that has to do with the fact that like. Um, a the 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 van surfing thing was a thing that the writers did. Uh, it, it, oddly enough, at Columbia University in New York on Park Avenue, <laughs> like in New York, is where they did it. That is crazy. And but also, shall I say it again? <laughs> yeah, you're still a boy when you're in Boys college. Boys are so dumb. You're a boy. You can <laughs> buy beer. That's 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 what that is. You, you know, I went. I went. I was like, when I was doing research for this, I found like uh, um, uh, somebody who had wrote an article about like the irresponsibility of like the '80s and what movies teach us at that time and how irresponsible they are. And they talk about all the things in this film that like the what kids are learning and how bad it is for them. But I think it's realistic. I I agree because it is doing things that are controversial because it's doing things that are dumb it's it's showing kids to yeah. be what they are they're experimenting they're figuring things out can i tell you something that's not dumb yes adding two bada bing cherries to the bottom of your whiskey sour because <laughs> by the time you get to the bottom and you get to the cherry it is covered in all that frothy goodness it is delicious is that a, is that a metaphor <laughs> bada bing cherries do not sponsor this uh podcast though we are open to it is that what i'm supposed to say yes <laughs> okay okay back to the show go ahead everything molly says has been carefully written by mickey <laughs> <laughs> just here enjoying my cherries guys <laughs> um how did this movie make you feel guys how did it make you feel what did it bring up what you love what questions do you have? Let's let's get into it. I, you know, it's fun. It's a fun movie. I love Michael J. Fox. I love the relationship between him and Booth. Um, I think that uh, was something that spoke to me as a young kid when I watched it, and then I watched it again the other day, and I was like, you know what? I still like that relationship with the two of them. So, mm. you know, those are those are. I think my thing is like, it, you're right. It does capture high school pretty well. You know, especially small town. You know, I know that it's oh, different yeah. if you're like. I know that 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 situation is not the same for somebody who grew up in like new york city necessarily or you know but definitely would seem like the small towns i grew up in can i ask a, can i ask a question yeah is it boof or booth boof booth with the that's F. what i thought okay yeah it's booth. which is which is that's hilarious now because do you know what do you guys know what boofing is boofing yeah. molly i mean i, I 
I I think so. Uh, well, hold on. I want to hear what Molly thinks it no, is. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. In Lady Lady Gaga talks about it. What? Uh, <laughs> what? She does. She does. I don't no, know. I, I find that surprising. Yeah, in one of her songs, right? Maybe not. I don't know. Well, it's... maybe not. Okay, we're gonna look so it up. Mickey, we're gonna, well, we're gonna turn Mickey, to the news Mickey, that one. What's boofing? For those who might not know, I thought that it was putting stuff in your anus. It's well, it's like blow. I think it's like blowing. So it's like blowing stuff in your anus. So it's like. <laughs> I, you would like take a puff of like a joint or whatever, uh, and then like blow that smoke into someone's <laughs> asshole. I don't know if it's a real thing. <laughs> I don't know. I thought Booping was having putting drugs in your anus I, and then I having just anal it up. sex. Would, would we like the official, like the, the top line of the Google search? Oh, boy. yeah. Okay. What? Okay. What does boofing mean? Boofing is slang for anal sex. The term can also be used mm. to refer to the practice of putting alcohol or drug. Drugs up one's butt yes, to get that's in what I thought. There you go. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. But but here's the thing, and I, I, want, I want to say this before we, we get too carried away into, into that boofing, that, <laughs> that something you said about surfing and listening to the Beach Boys, and that these writers uh -huh. that lived that experience wrote that in, because I was like, I, I had the same feeling of watching, I was like, I love that song, but it wasn't an 80s song. It's like boofing also for that particular generation was just like, sex like I, i've heard guys use the word boof that are older in terms of just yeah we boofed you know for sex for just having like, really like yep i've never heard that before in my life bread, yeah is this a is this a southern thing maybe it might be yeah interesting but still it's an awful <laughs> name for <laughs> for her do we ever even get a real name for her or is it just uh, I mean, her. no, that's it, right? She she apparently has a name. Uh, I can't remember it. I, um, she has like a regular name, but like that's her nickname. Everyone yeah, calls Boof. her Boof. And Styles yeah. is Styles, even though you never really get a real name for him either. Yeah. Jerry Levine. God, who, I uh, love Styles. Astro so, Mickey, you're a fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Are you oh, yeah. aware that Jerry Levine has directed uh, like a lot of episodes, especially iconic ones of that show? Um, I, I did not know that, but that does not surprise me if Jerry Levine is even remotely like Styles. Mm -hmm. Cause I love, I love Styles. Uh, in, in fact, there, uh, there is an episode where Mac wears a t-shirt that says, what are you looking at? Dick knows. <gasps> oh, wait, Perfect. that's something I wanted to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at? Dick knows. No. Um, what I wanted to talk about is the. The t-shirt collection of Teen Wolf. I want all of it. I want the purple one that has the that says mm -hmm. Teen Wolf in red. I want the what are you looking at, Dick Nose? I want the life sucks, then you die. And then he had on another shirt. And I don't know, I didn't catch what it said, but I want the whole collection. He's got some great shirts in this. It was great. That is they're fantastic. And you, you can actually you can get all of them on, I think, Redbubble. You can get any kind of T-shirt on Redbubble. And it's I didn't fantastic. mean to actually look it up today, and I forgot. So I'm glad I just I did myself. How about the the dragons at the top? I I like when they're at the top of the movie. They're playing yes, the, dragons. the dragons. Those yeah. uniforms. Everyone on that team looks like they're college basketball players, yeah. and their uniforms are reminiscent of like the Chicago Bulls, which just yeah. like adds to the seemingly impossible task of ever beating them, like dragons versus the beavers. Yeah, 
It's like the perfect team for Michael for a Michael J. Fox. Well, it it it, it touches on your like efficiency of writing. It's like how do we just like you know let's cut some corners and make it real obvious. It's the dragons yeah. versus the beavers. It's these uniforms. He goes. The coach says it's the shoes. If you put mm, look at the I, shoes, yeah. Yeah. Only if, if we had if, shoes if, like that, we'd be winning every game or whatever he says. If, if yeah. our guys had sneakers like that, there's no telling what we could do. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's it. <laughs> uh, coach Finstock, not an actor, not an actor. He uh, he uh, um, he was a big part of the Bob Newhart show. He was mostly a writer and a comedian that the oh. uh, the director wanted for that part. The director. <clears throat> there's a commentary th- that he does. And I think Mickey, you would love the director. He's like a good old boy. He served in the military. Okay. He like, he's like, he's like a real blue collar type of director. No, no, no artsy fartsy stuff there. And he like watching the commentary uh, with him is very enlightening and very humorous. There's a lot okay, of downtime. Fun. There's a yeah. lot of down. <laughs> there's a lot of time of him just watching it. Um, and he mentioned some really interesting things. Uh, one thing I would love to, to to bring up is, so we were talking about Back to the Future. Um, so Michael J. Fox, um, he's doing Family Ties, right? He's like a sure. star from that, right? Uh, the woman who plays his mother, I believe the mother, uh, goes on maternity leave. This This gives him a little gap, a little flexibility in his schedule. So he does Teen Wolf, right? Okay. Now he he's doing Teen Wolf. Okay. But at the same time he's doing Teen Wolf throughout that production, Eric Stoltz gets fired from Back to the Future. Amazing. And and Michael J. Fox, who was originally wanted, becomes available. And he so Michael J. Fox goes uh uh and takes the job and he's shooting basically like all day on Teen Wolf. And mm-hmm. then he would be shuttled over to Back to the Future and do night shoots on yes. Back to the Future. Something you can only do when you're like 21, right? Yeah. To, yeah. Oh you know. Yeah, and you have um, no other responsibilities. Yeah. So yeah, and so so Teen Wolf is finished, and and in fact, uh, I believe his house is Lorraine's house. It's oh, that, that's I fun. think that was the connection between the films. He he had heard it was going on, Michael J. Fox, and like um uh uh found out about like you know all and anyways that's it's a whole story it's interesting stuff um but the point is uh uh they finished teen wolf before back to the future but the people uh the smart people behind teen wolf were like let's wait until back to the future comes yeah, out right away that ride thing the is wave. gonna be a mm-hmm. yeah it'd be, it'd and be huge yeah that that year fucking uh uh number one movie at the box office back to the future number two Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Wow, that's so smart. Pretty crazy. The, and the one thing that's great about about Teen Wolf is that Michael J. Fox is very Michael J. Fox. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. And that's and that's and what same you want. With, you want yeah, that? Oh, for sure. I just think that he's he shines as being a nice, pleasant guy that gets allowed to do some things that maybe aren't nice and pleasant, and still you're like. Like he, like he, 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 yeah, he projects himself as somebody that's that's intentions are always good. Well, he's he's such a good boy. He's a little oblivious, but he's got a good heart. Like that scene at the dinner table with his dad. First of all, I think you you get the relate that relationship mm-hmm. so so yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. You understand that relationship, and like you know, Styles comes, he shows up 
right before the dad's about to tell mm-hmm. him that he's a werewolf, right? And Styles yeah. shows up and he's going to leave and he asks his dad if it's okay that he leaves without cleaning the table. It's just, you yeah. know, from that yeah. one moment, oh, yeah. he's a good boy. He's a good well, boy. I also, yeah. they never really touch on what happened to the mother. Yeah. But, no, they don't. But, but without writing it, without exposition or anything like that, where my mind went was like, these, these two guys have, they suffered a loss. Yeah. They went through it yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they have a, they have a deep, like, patience and love for one another because of maybe a shared experience like that. No writing, yeah. no thing needed to do it. It's just something that you can draw from that. Or I was able to draw from that because of their comfort with one another to have honest conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And the dad's just also, he's just so nice. James you know, Hampton. No, he's dad, great. He's, such, he's just such a nice guy until he's not, until he has to put that werewolf face on. Oh, and, and he makes <laughs> And yeah. make him piss himself. Because you know what? Because <laughs> and I said this tomorrow. I was, I was like, in the absence, in the absence of a mama bear, you're gonna need you a, a daddy, daddy wolf. wolf. You get a daddy I wolf. Said that. I said that. <laughs> I, I, Whoa. I said, I said Mickey, that. Are you stealing? I'm not stealing. What's going said, on here? I told. I said to you. I said, in the absence of a mama bear, you get. And then I said, and you, said you need a daddy wolf. Yeah. See, this is why you, you guys are such a perfect wolf. couple. You you complement each other so well that yeah. you create this amazing say, this, uh, saying. Yeah. See, yeah, should that be a T-shirt? That should be a Teen Wolf T-shirt. I, I think that should be a, t- a mama bear. You need a daddy wolf. Yeah, it does. That it, I could see that the yeah, T-shirt being problematic, though. It seems like maybe it's like anti-feminist in some way, or it's not a real thing yet. So it's okay. Speaking of uh, simpler times and a different times, um, uh, that bowl of popcorn at the cash register at the hardware store. Oh, They're you just, can just dive your hand right in. Yeah, anybody, random anybody? hands just in the popcorn. Plus, I don't know if you notice this. There's a there's like jars of what I think is honey, and then a spoon. So I think it's just like, hey, sample the honey. Everyone's just oh, like using the same no. spoon. Oh no, it's okay. It's it's Nebraska. It's definitely not L.A. Is it Nebraska? I don't. Know it's where set they in Nebraska, are. but they definitely shot it. You can see yeah. in the surfing scenes the palm trees. It, it's a uh, thing that that like. Uh, yeah, I totally bought as a kid, and that you you know now you, you you can see that stuff in the background. You can see the palm trees. I mean, it happens with a uh, uh, Halloween. How about Mick? What what did we think of Mick, the uh, the bad guy? Broadly written, but well acted. Also, looks like he's twenty five. He a is, lot of them do. A lot of them do. <laughs> Wait, oh, yeah, movie, and they were. <laughs> yeah, movies in the eighties always portray like and i say always i don't i don't know if this is true but it's like you see all the teenagers are played by like 25 and 30 year olds i'm like okay they definitely have a family at home (laughs) they're definitely not 17 yeah they look so old i kept telling mickey i was like they just look so old they look like established adults (laughs) you know like she's like the one girl at the party is wearing a pearl necklace and a blazer with shoulder plaid shoulder pads you know I think we used to look older as a society. Well, I said that a long too time ago. In the beginning because I was like, 80s is very like, at one point, um, uh, Boof and Scott are coming down the stairs together. And they, I told Mickey, I was like, look, they're wearing the same thing. They both had on like a, a, a sweater that was like a three quarter zip up. <clears throat> it had like a, um, uh, um, a collared shirt underneath it. 
I was like, they're wearing the same thing. I feel like 80s was a little, except for the Madonna stuff, you know, 80s was a little more mm -hmm. covered up, generally speaking. There was definitely a lot of, lot of layers, like a lot of clothing. Yeah, like the sweater sure. dresses with the jeans and the boots, you know, and like the big belts. There's one scene where Boof has a belt on. I was like, dang, you could use that as a weapon. The buckle yeah, was at the so end, at the end. Big. Oh, yeah, at the end when she's in the gym. It was so yeah. big. Yeah. You know who isn't wearing a lot of clothing? Other than the locker room scenes, obviously. Is um, Elizabeth Grocery? I'm probably pronouncing that Elizabeth wrong, but grocery. she played she so Tina and Gina who don't get a ton of screen time or development of character, but they're like they're, they're the friends who are always wearing the sunglasses. But during gotcha. the parties, the house party yeah. scene, yeah. she's yeah. she's like the girl in the the like lace lingerie yep. getup that has holding that. She she is I adored her while watching this. She is so good. You get like in that scene, she didn't have a single line, no. but I totally yeah. get exactly who she is through the performance that she's giving in that in, in that scene. She is wonderful. That was one of the scenes I had said, everybody wore so much clothes. Like you had the big shoulder pads. You there the she's wearing the pearl necklace, she's wearing the blazer, everybody's hair is like poofy and curled, and the makeup is all the same. And I was like, Well, except for her, and she's got like more of the Madonna vibe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was awesome. She, did you guys ever play games like that? Like Seven Minutes in Heaven or oh, yeah. Cover oh, yeah. Yourself in Shaving Cream? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Try oh, yeah. Well, I don't know about that one. Also, what happened to them? They never went back. Did they ever like, get detached from They're still there. They're still there. They're in their 50s. <laughs> I think at some point, I think there's there's... You see them at first, and then you see them later, and they're Again. still trying to get out of it. And then yeah. we, we we go and we see Scott and Boof in in the closet. But I think later on, if memory is serving me correctly, when the party is like it like going, like you see them, they they get out of it. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't I can't, remember I'm, that. I don't remember that. But I'm now thinking like, oh man, they're just like still wiggling on the floor, covered in shaving cream, trying to get loose. You know. Uh, so did you guys play those? Like, what kind of games did you play at house parties like that? Um, we did Seven Minutes in Heaven, Mickey. Yeah, I mean, your traditional Seven Minutes in Heaven, Spin the Bottle, Truth or mm -hmm. Dare. Um, Truth or Dare. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, I think that's every kid in a, in America, you know? But not now. They don't do that now. Well, right? now they're boofing. Not <laughs> <laughs> true. Now they're just boofing. <laughs> They're doing coke. <laughs> there, there, there's an app called Seven Minutes in Heaven, you know, or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's grinder. That's yeah. yeah. You know? right. They don't need seven minutes. It's like yeah. You know. it's Actually, like, they're all just fuck? they're all just sitting on their phones, you know. Um, did you guys you? ever do the clothing swap thing? No. What's that? You don't remember at some point there's a, a guy and a girl and they've swapped clothing. Mm. Like she's dressed like as a guy and he's dressed as a girl. And then they're they're They get a truth or dare. That's like, you have to go to maybe some teacher's house and get like a sample, like a blood sample or something. You remember that? A that's a, that's a, uh, yeah. It's like some sort oh, yeah. of sample. Yeah. Like goes, a, some goes, sort of, no. Yeah. The guy goes like, no, but the girl kind of actually looks like maybe she'll do it. Um, Wait, but are you he talking is dressed about like in a the girl. movie? Or are you talking about yes, in the movie? I, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were to saying that you played that. You when no, you were a kid. Well, well, no. So so actually in my 20s, I did this a few times where I would have a friend who was a girl, uh not a girlfriend, and I I would like, "Hey, you know it'd be really funny is if we go into the bathroom, switch each other's outfits and then come out and then pretend like nothing was different. Like just don't acknowledge yeah. <laughs> don't acknowledge anything. And, so I did that and, a few times. And did did they partake? Yeah, they always partook. Um and uh uh but like I don't know if, we, if it, like I had a good time doing it, but nobody else like, really cared. They were like everyone, weird. What do you guys why are I you think guys it was, wearing I each think other's it was mostly, clothes? It's weird. I think it was mostly that. Like like total middle child like trying to get attention. Yeah. You're like, huh, funny, right? Everybody's like, I mean, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Mickey, uh, do you ever play that? I never, I never did that. I mean, well, actually, I take that back. I have pictures of me doing that, but it wasn't necessarily like a Not game. Not for that reason. Yeah, yeah. but it was but like an Oscar thing. De La Hoya situation. It was, it was just like a Wednesday. <laughs> Mickey, you played high school sports, right? And oh, I mean, yeah. uh, Molly, you were a cheerleader, correct? In high school, I was. I played basketball for a little bit in middle school, though. Oh, okay. So I mean, I teen wolfed some basketball. Is what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> This is a question for Mickey because if I ask you, Molly, it's perverted. Um, oh, okay, great! What was the what was the what was the locker room shower situation going on there, Mickey? Oh, oh yeah, Did that you... was weird in this movie to me. As a female, I'm like, do they do that? Go ahead. Do what? No, 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 no. Do no, what? no do what? What? Yeah, do what? Do, do what? They, is this is this like a real life locker room shower situation post sports? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You guys just yes. go in there and get all lathered up. Like in the locker room showers? I don't know that I would necessarily After the put games, it that way. You don't but... just go home? I don't know. No, so so the, the locker room situation, yeah. It's uh it, it's it is a hierarchy. And for me, uh in high school as a freshman and a sophomore, I was not getting anywhere close to the showers. Uh we had one guy named <laughs> Shout out to you, who was well endowed. And Always the guys very, with the big dicks. They're always <laughs> like, hey. he's like this, this. and he was like extremely like like big and powerful and muscular, and and he would always do the 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 uh, Jim Duggan, you know, the uh, hacksaw Jim Duggan. You know, remember him? Nah. Well, hacksaw nah. Jim Duggan was a wrestler, and his big thing was he'd take a two by four, <laughs> hold it up, and go, oh, and put one leg okay. up on like the rope. Yeah, so he, did he, yeah. Did he, did he pretend like his penis was the four by four? Uh, no. But oh. he would come out of the shower and take his towel off and put his leg up on the the little bench seats they had there and hold up his towel like the two by four and go, Hurr! and I was like, oh my god, so very intimidating situation. I did not want to get in the shower. And then when you become like a junior <laughs> senior, it's like your rite of passage to be like, I'm totally confident in myself. I can now get in the shower, you know. So that was kind of my situation with the shower. There was there was a guy in my, in my school who um he he also was well endowed and he thought it was very funny to give himself a boner and then put all the towels on yes. his boner yes. outside the shower and be like yeah have oh, yourself a towel my god a lot of homoerotic things happening yeah. in the yeah. in well, the in the men's locker room that that's other things and I won't say names on this but there are other guys too that would like walk up to the younger. Uh, underclassmen in the locker room butt naked and like stand in front of their face with their 
junk in their face being like yeah what what do you think what do you think of that what do you think of that what do you think of that <laughs> and you just be like i don't know i just want to go home <laughs> you know? i just want to grab my bag and go home and it oh, it was it was terrifying and it wasn't until really honestly it wasn't until the military that i was able to <laughs> fully like allow myself to be okay <laughs> it's happening I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the craziest oh laugh I've ever heard. <laughs> okay. It wasn't until the military. That I was able to you fully won. to fully uh like be okay showering with other men around me naked and it being an okay thing. Like this is like we have to take a shower. This is the lot of our life. This is we have these one uh-huh. couple showers. So yeah, which, you know, that's part of growing up. It's like, I, I, I don't know that it's even the same anymore for kids these days, but definitely when I was in high school, it was it was like after practice or after, especially after games, it was like if you had won a game, you knew that they were going to be extra, uh, uh, extra extroverted about their nakedness, you know? So you were like, oh, God, yeah. we won, <laughs> we won, no. <laughs> I never thought of that. Like, oh, you poor, you poor, you poor guys. <laughs> they could be this like they shower Molly. after games now. Jackson never was like, oh, I got to take a shower. I'll be out, you know, pick me up in 20 or whatever, you know? Like after games and stuff, he was just like, locker room change, come home. He used yeah. to, I do know that he used to shower during like um, summer, what is it, like summer, like football two days? Yeah. You know? Yeah, some uh, football camp. Yeah, yeah, that's the only time I remember him taking like shower stuff to school. Did you shower in school? When no, you, I, I'm gonna be no, no, no. I don't not know as any a cheerleader or anything. Did. No, that's because no. that's because your experiences are just like the experiences of werewolving. It's yeah. it's like it's carry <laughs> it's carry situations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> in those yeah. locker rooms. Listen, those. <laughs> Those girls' locker rooms, you don't want to go in there, okay? It's all bloody. It's just a bloody mess. I, I will share this if you're okay with it, Molly. Molly has told me numerous times on numerous occasions that that high school girls were so much harsher than we guys understand. Is that fair? Oh, well, I totally believe that. Yeah, like girls are just mean. They're But in different ways. They're not like physical about it. Like, I feel like boys always want to get in a fight, you know? They but, want to fight or put their dick in your face and be yeah. like, hey, what do you think about that? You're like, it's yeah. fine. And they're, they're like, okay, make, you're cool. Yeah, they like making penis They like making penis hooks for towels. I, I, I will say, I'll take it even a step further. They were not sticking their junk in your face to be like, they, no. wanted, they wanted to hear what you said because whatever you said, you were going to get punched for. If you take, you got to take a punch. You got to take a punch. Yeah. yeah. Like if, 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 no, no. I mean, guys. Oh. No, no. For, for for guys, you have to take a physical punch. For a girl, you have to endure like rumors. Yes. Well, well, I think like the difference, the difference between uh, uh, boys and girls at that time. Like a guy, you you take a physical punch or you submit. A girl, you're you're subjected to like extreme emotional and mental abuse over the course of years <laughs> if you break give me you're the a punch. loser <laughs> give me the punch any day yeah, give right? me the punch any day yeah. yeah yeah 
I mean, girls, they're just stupid. Girls are, it's so stupid. They're so stupid. And I'm thankful that I didn't have social media to have to deal oh, with. God, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Thank imagine, God for that. Oh, boy. Such an yeah. added, like, wolfing out oh, wolfing on out social, social media. media. I Ugh. would hate to have to wolf out on social media, you know? So, what do we think of like, he wolfs out and everyone's just like, yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't like it's think a little would... silly, but but it works, right? In this in I this mean, movie. He's winning the game for us. It's, so, I was about to say, yeah. right? That was that was the crux of the whole thing, right? That was if they had done it any other way when he wolfs out, it would have been like, why do they like him so much? But because his like if he was just wolf... in class and right. wolfed out, it would have yep. been like, um But because he yeah. wolfed out and immediately destroyed the competition. They're all yeah. like, yeah, we like the we wolf. Like the wolf we is like awesome. the wolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wolf, and, more and, wolf. And not to get like too metaphoric, because I don't think it's metaphoric, but it is it's one of these things like we accept a certain amount of evil when it's benefiting us. Not that him wolfing out is evil, but we accept things that are, if it's a benefit to us, hell yeah, man, it's cool. Yeah. Until it's not a benefit to you, and then it's scary. Like now, if somebody was a wolf, let's just say, let's just say River, like our, our school had a, a wolf werewolf on the team, on the team. A werewolf yeah. on the team and the other team didn't <clears throat> he would be like well that's not fair or you know? peds we need right? a wolf we need a werewolf yeah yeah it wouldn't be yeah fair. it is you can't you can't break down the logic if you if you think too much it just doesn't yeah you know it's like okay let's you know, just the, keep it as a movie but but on a, but on a, but on a on a very like just understanding motives it's like yeah of course they love the wolf the wolf is crushing the competition yeah yeah wolf's out. actually yeah, we, we... As, soon as, he, as soon as he turned into a wolf i was like oh it's like campbell <laughs> <laughs> oh poor campbell oh because he's got like hairy legs we need to get that from his dad We'd... yeah he's got yeah. that mustache and just in case in 20 years Campbell's listens to this, dude, you do not look like Teen Wolf. Okay. No, I no. That was very no, much no, a joke. no. I love you. Um, I love you. You're so handsome. But did you notice how Scott's how Scott, as soon as he like wolfed out on the court, his swag just changed the way he moved, the oh, way yeah. he like Oh yeah. You know, like the which way his actually, shoulders moved. Great. Yeah, his I'm steps. like his size, his yeah. ability as a basketball and, player. Definitely yeah. not, definitely not a completely non-believable athlete in the wolf costume. Right. Performing no, no. Sure. What it was all Michael, Michael J. J. Fox. Fox. Yep. <laughs> I, I will say, I, I so listening to the commentary, this was a very funny story. He said he was so they're shooting that la- that last scene, the basketball um uh, uh, uh scene at the end of the film, the big climax. Um, every little insert shot. Uh, Mickey and Molly, you'll know this because you're filmmakers, but every little insert shot, I mean, that that's hours and hours and hours of like a second, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so Michael J. Fox, who, who carries a little weight on this film because, you know, it's basically being able to be made because of him. And he's like, listen, you know, it's like, why don't you just let us play? He's saying this to the director, the director, you know, he, he convinces the director like, okay, mm-hmm. so we're going to do a wide shot. I got a thousand feet of film. Film is very expensive, <laughs> right? Gets a thousand feet of film, and they're just going to shoot them playing. 
<laughs> what the director says. He's like, somewhere in a vault somewhere, there's an hour of the mm-hmm. worst basketball playing you will ever have seen in your life. <laughs> Nobody, during that thousand feet of film, nobody scored a single point. It was just Which, a bunch of actors who cannot play basketball. Try. <laughs> Which is basically the beginning of the movie before he's werewolf. And that's, yeah. Yeah. And, and like, that's, that's kind of like, I, I, I guess this is lore of the werewolf. Uh, like the lore of werewolves in this film is that if you're a werewolf, you have a magical power that sort of like dusts, onto people around you and you can turn your team that sucks into a team fantastic that is good right yeah because there's no there's no like there's no scene of like like they become good because he becomes michael jordan there's no team building there's no rocky montage where they're training because they're worried about not having (laughs) scott you know that's what that's what you needed Well, maybe they just became good because they were confident Right, because they were winning. Here, there you go. I learned this lesson the the hard way, and that is, um, like I it gave me a this movie gave me as a kid a false sense of confidence, and like if I just truly (laughs) believe in something, I will be good at it. Become and like I wanted to be a basketball player, and like I was as good as Michael J. Fox, and never got any better because I suck at it. And that's yeah. like, I that's mean, good to know. It it's like, okay, I'm not going to be a basketball player. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like doing things I'm not good at. You fucking asshole. Also, actually, they're so sweaty. So mm, sweaty. Such a sweaty movie. Was so that believable sweaty. to you? Either of you? I mean, I have what also, well, I mean, I don't know. It was excessive. I mean, for me personally, <laughs> yes, I would sweat that much. Um, but I don't know about other people. Mickey, no. Mickey? Mickey would not sweat that uh, much. It was extremely sweaty. It was I, extremely I was like, sweaty. I, I feel like Michael J. Fox was running on set after Back to the Future and like sweaty out of it. And they're like, we'll just go with it. Make everybody sweaty. I think they were just spraying them it down. Was a, it was a very sweaty movie. It was very sweaty. Very sweaty. Mickey, you had like at the top of this, we had mentioned the transformation scene uh, in the bathroom. Did you not? I that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Did that not terrify you as a kid? The shit out of me when I was an adult last night. (laughs) Really? No, no, no. Okay, okay. No, um, I, uh, I don't, I don't have a, I, I don't remember that being scary at all to me. Um, okay. The, I mean, a, a bubbling face always is kind of like a horror <laughs> thing. I mean, I mean that that's like one of the tropes of a wolf, like when you're going the through transformation. transformation. Yeah. Um, because that was an effect that was like started in the early eighties. But um, yeah, no, I I didn't. It didn't. It was so funny, kind of at the end of it, because you you see the fangs, you see the bubbling face, and then you see the transitions is like flowing locks of like straight, like you know, hair of like uh, he almost looks like a, it almost looks like a BG or something, you know, he's like one of the BGs. He does kind of <laughs> look like one of the BGs. The cheek, the cheek hair bothers me. I like the it's cheek like hair. I know guys that have cheek patches. hair like that. It's like two patches yeah. of cheek hair that just fall down his face (laughs) that was the the director who had uh at that time done a ton of sitcoms 
he says that um, uh, when they were screening that, the moment where he opens the door and the dad's a wolf and he's like, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, I got some things to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like the biggest laugh I love I've it. ever had it's so in my fun. entire life. It's so fun. It's great. It is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's great. so sweet. It's so funny. Because the dad is still so nice. <laughs> These are the nicest werewolves. Very nice werewolves. The the uh, uh so the director talks a lot about um he's like I didn't have to like talk about the character with people a lot and he said he was talking he's like this is this is what I said about uh to um uh James Hampton who played his dad Harold uh, uh he was like James Hampton is the kind of guy who knows how to make a casserole. <laughs> and Harold okay. Howard was like, great. "Got it, yeah, got that's it." Actually, that's pretty great, yeah. And that, he, I mean, uh, to the efficiency of the story, it's like, okay, what what he like what he meant by that, right? Is like, I never knew a man who could make a casserole. Yeah, you know, that's like what a mother makes. This guy can, yeah, yeah. He infuses things with love. He he is both a father and a mother. Yeah, and I think that that comes across. Very much. That comes across. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't like. I feel like in a lot of you know, done differently when he sees Scott riding the van, you know, goes past mm-hmm. his store. I feel like in other movies, the dad, you know, would have whipped off his baseball hat and thrown it on the sidewalk and been like, "Oh, I'm good. Oh, I can't believe him." But instead, he's just calm. He just watches mm-hmm. him go by. He's disappointed. And he'll deal with it later. You know, it's well, like that's, it's just right. very calm and collected. And and that's the thing with a parent like that. Your parent being when you when you really care about somebody, whether they're they're a, a parental figure or not, when you care about someone's opinion, when they're disappointed, oh, that that's worst. way worse than if they're getting angry, yelled right? at or yeah. My dad was like that. It was like he never yelled, he never did anything like that, but if he, if you knew he was disappointed, I was like, oh man, oh man. Like it just, oh, it hits, you know? Mickey, could you relate with that? With uh, Harold? Yeah, no, I know with, with like, that's the, the, like, I'm disappointed. Oh, my dad is a man of few words. My Molly can tell you that he is a man of few words. And uh, he, he <clears throat> yeah, when he would be upset with me, it was pretty, pretty uh it was it shut he's me also, down immediately he's also like the calm gentle like, my, my dad and, and harold have the only difference between them because i think my dad is very similar to harold howard the difference is that my dad was even fewer words mm. he, my well, dad my dad would I, have said i saw you on that van and i would have gone like oh, oh. shut down and he'd been like yep i wow. did i did yeah and then i'd be, then i, I would, think he was more upset that he was littering Personally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, With was, it a, was it a beer can? Yeah, I was it like, was a beer I can. Like yeah. It was a beer I can. Been more mad about that. Yeah. Did you guys ever try to get alcohol when you were in school? Of course, like underage, trying oh, to like. Of I didn't. No, I never did because we didn't need to. Because somehow we always like. There was a friend of mine. We always went to his house on the weekends. His and, house, uh, interesting. His always, house. <laughs> yeah, there was always beer, which. I will tell you, it was one of my best friends. It was her neighbor, like very close, like in a, it's in a subdivision, you know, and very close together houses. And her parents would always say, 
I don't want you going next door. And we were like, okay. So then we would leave and we would drive and park my car like way, like far away. And then we would walk over. So we were always, we we're always partying, partying right next door. Yeah. That That's fun. cool. Yeah. Always had the hookup. Very sneaky. Um, but no. And then I remember somebody had an older brother that got alcohol. I did try to buy cigarettes a few times and was unsuccessful. Not for me, but for other people. Of course, for other people. For other I would people. Not dare. Uh, Mickey. Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent all the time. Tried to get alcohol. Uh, do you have like a really like, like very unsuccessful story that you would like to share? Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, is this a setup? Yeah, uh, no, this is not a setup. I don't think that we particularly have one. But I do remember uh, in high school, I had become in charge of this. Is actually, a great story. I was in charge of getting booze for a party we were having at one of my friend's houses, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah man, oh, I got a real styles, a real style yeah, situation." Yeah. I was, I was like, "I got this. No worries, no worries, no worries." Because you know, I have no idea how I'm going to do it. I'm just like, "I'll figure it out. Don't worry." And I called one of my friends. And said, can your older brother go get it? And she's like, yeah, he'll do it, 100%. So I was like, totally done in the blue, or in the clear. He did not do it because he was busy doing other things that adults do, that he was like, are you kidding me? No, I'm not going to go buy your friend's beer. So I ended up going to another friend's house, sneaking into their garage, stealing a case of old Milwaukee, <laughs> and just running, like, I mean, like, as if my life depended, like, if, I, like, if his dad sees me stealing a case of Mil old Milwaukee, he's going to shoot me. So I was like, so I, cause he, cause what, what happened was that his dad would go fishing on the weekends in his, uh, John boat. And then he would put it in the garage, but he'd always have covered up cases of, uh, beer because he didn't want his wife to know that all he does on the John boat is not fish. He just sits there and drinks beer <laughs> with how miserable he is. <laughs> So I, I, but me being insider knowledge, I was like, I know there's always one case of beer I can get to. So I was just like, hey, man, I got to come over for a minute. So I came over. I was like, hey, man, I'm going to go run in the garage, grab a soda because they have one of those like fridges in the garage. Mm. And he was like, sure. I grabbed a case of beer like as fast as possible, went from the, the door in the garage through the front door. So like I ran through like a kitchen, a dining room and a, a, like the, uh, like a entryway. Just press the garage door. Cause button. I thought it would, that would definitely bring attention to me. So I just went out the front yeah. door and I was gone. And I did not see that guy till until that night we're drinking old Milwaukee. And he's like, he's like, Hey man, how'd you get the beer? And I was like, Dude, I stole it from your dad's John boat. <laughs> he was he's like, you asshole. That's why you came over, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. But hey, all was good and well. We got our own Milwaukee. You know? Yeah, great time. Did he yeah. get in trouble? No, I, mean, I hope not. God, he probably did, actually. I don't know. Yeah, he probably did. He probably did. He's poor guy. He's out. Yeah. He goes out on the water and he's like, <laughs> he okay, I'm about to, about to go into my boat here and get the old Milwaukee I bought. The one, the one thing yeah. he's been looking forward yeah. to all The one week. thing, his wife is nagging him, his kids are nagging him, and now somebody's stealing <laughs> his fucking one beer. One day he gets to go out on his John boat, which I don't know what a John boat is. but it's, I don't know what a John John boat is John boat, and he gets to have his old Milwaukee. Is, is that a no, boat? No, not today. Is, is that a boat where you get a prostitute? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that would be another type of John boat. Sure, 
But this is a this is a flat bottom like two three person boat that you take the motor and it comes on it's and like off the of motor. the boat. Yeah, you put it like, on and off. Like you see, somebody always has a hand behind them driving yep, the motor. Yep, that's a John boat. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, no that that was that was a funny beer having to get alcohol story. But uh, I've I have had situations where I was like either kicked out of clubs because my ID didn't work or I went to go buy beer and I like made up some excuse like, Oh, Oh, I must've forgot it at my uh, place of work. Yeah. You know, which we all know from teen wolf doesn't work. Oh yeah. Left the ID at the old, uh, you know, garbage station where I'm working and did sit down start reading their newspaper and say, listen, Sonny, I'm going to need an ID. That's what he does. I'll does. I'll tell a unique thing about teen wolf and my brothers. We lived in East Texas in the 80s, uh, and they were in high school, and you could buy booze at 18 in Louisiana, and we were about 45 minutes from the Louisiana border, and they would make trips to Louisiana to buy booze when they were 18, and then come back and have like like pretty wild parties. And been great. Well, I'm just saying, it's like, so these parties that they're they're having in this movie were not far from parties that I saw I from my older brothers yeah. when I was a kid. Well, I mean, yeah, we still had. I mean, it was a that was a packed house. Yeah, party. Have you guys though. ever been to a party like that? Oh yeah. I mean, I think so. <laughs> I was probably drinking and didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I I threw one like that when I was in high school. Of course you did, Mickey. Yeah, and I got busted hardcore. Oh, you got busted? Got busted by multiple parents throughout the night. Oh shit! It was awful. throughout the night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was it was one parent started whispering to another parent that maybe there was a party at my house, and then one parent showed up and called all the other parents. So throughout the night, parents were just showing up, picking kids off, until finally I was like, the whole thing's got to get shut down. And it shut down. I thought, well, maybe I'll be lucky enough my parents won't find out. Maybe. Because they're out of town. <laughs> and I mean, I'm supposing my parents don't know any of these parents or have any way of ever talking to them. So I'll be fine. My dad came home. And he said, hey, I need to talk to you. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, what's it about? And he said, it's about the giant party through this weekend. I was like, oh. <laughs> and it was, it was not, it was actually, it was really, it was really rough for me. I had like a solid, like two months of like, I, I would have preferred getting busted by the police. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, so uh, before, before we wrap it all up, um, um, and I ask my final question, we get into recommendations. Is there anything else like burning that you guys wanted to talk about before we finish? I, I have one other thing and that's it. Okay. Um, uh, Michael J. Fox, I don't know if it was him or a stunt man, but when he slips and slides across the floors, the physical. Oh my God. That's, uh, so that's impressive. Him. It's so impressive. It's really. That's Michael J. Fox. It is. It is. It's physically. It's funny. It's like it it's 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 great. It's really they I, don't I, cut till he gets to the end of the hallway. Like how many times did he have to do that? Even? I don't know. I mean, if 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 we believe the budget of this film, probably he probably <laughs> did not get a Once. lot of takes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was really impressive. Mickey and I were both like, "Oh, this <laughs> is amazing." Although it was a commercial success i think it made like around 40 million on a 1.2 million dollar budget that's nice yeah um uh it's rated very very low on a lot of sites um yeah 
I can see that. It's like, you know, it's it's more, it's kind of more of a comedy. Like, whatever you, would you say, sports comedy? It's kind of more of that. And comedies don't have a reputation of, like, really big reviews, generally speaking. Yeah, so so it's just, I, so I often compare Teen Wolf to Back to the Future, just because there's, they, they came out around the same times, time, they, they're, they're both Michael J. Fox vehicles, essentially. And I am often, I, I will always argue that I think, overall, Teen Wolf is a better film than Back to the Future because, <gasps> because I think there is a better, like, a moral, um, sort of like message to mm -hmm. what Teen Wolf is saying about like, right? Because at the end, at the end of Back to the Future, it's like there's like this monetary thing that's like, well, if you if you if you have money and you become rich and you get the things you want. That's that's sort of like the value, like capitalism as like the value in Back to the Future. And it's a wonderful film and I love it and all that stuff. But I find I am left sort of with a warmer, more uh, like like positive feeling for life when I watch Teen Wolf as opposed to the Back to the Future because like things you like you you don't always become rich and you and like the message in this you know you you do have to sort of like accept who you are as a, a, a as an individual and respect yourself before you can really enjoy like uh, what life has to offer yeah. you because he says that well the dad says like you know sometimes it skips a generation and I hope that would be your case or whatever but it's not it's like he is who he is it's can't pick your parents can't pick your genes can't you know it's like just try to figure out how to be you you know Mickey? yeah i i think that that you know a running theme for me for this movie is that you know if if given great abilities or if you're given an opportunity that is really that can really benefit you there is a shadow side to that Mm -hmm. And you have to be aware of it and you have to make sure that you're making decisions that don't just benefit you, but also benefit the greater good of all around you. So yes, I think it has a very positive, strong, um, it's, it's an allegory for, for, you know, no matter how much power you get, you still have to be responsible for what that power does to the you people might, around you. You might say with great power comes a greater responsibility. True. Yeah, true. And, and Jeff, Jeff Loeb who uh hugely prolific comic book career oh, absolutely wrote on spider-man and like that's a nod that's definitely a nod it to was Spider -Man. absolutely a, a spider-man nod i i picked it up immediately and i've also both jeff Lope and rod daniel for that meet for that matter uh have still working heavy marvel stuff uh he was the yeah, uh, yeah go ahead go ahead I was going to say, I was going to say, uh, Rod Daniel ended up, uh, he produced like almost all of the Netflix Marvel series, like Jessica mm. Jones, um, Iron Fist, uh, you know, um, all those Daredevil, all the Netflix Daredevil. series. Yeah. Marvel ones. He, he was da Daredevil's the one that survived. That's the one mm. that's like, um, that made it into the MCU. Yeah. I was hoping yeah, Jessica I think, wasn't might. There wasn't there a season two of Jessica Jones that we never watched? There was a season two of Jessica Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we watched it. So, 
someone comes into the video store, right? Who who are we recommending this movie to who comes into the video store? Okay, so I'm going to start with the person who walks in and goes, oh, wait, wait, is this just a horror video store? <laughs> and then I go, no, 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 we have, we have one movie. That's not a horror. <laughs> we have uh, don't joke. We have a lot of movies that are not horror. horror. Okay. Like, okay. But but I I would say you got to check out Werewolf, Werewolf, um, Teen Wolf. Uh, no, I'll, I'll joke. I'll joking aside. I'll joking aside. Yeah, I think it's a coming of age. I think it's it's right in line with the same person. I would say to watch Monster Squad. It's 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 young. It's it's fun. If you don't like, if you're really opposed to like gross out horror or jump scares are the things that really can, you know, ramp up your anxiety. This is a great fun movie that still dabbles in a horror uh, icon like the werewolf. Um, so, so it does belong in the store, but it belongs with a very specific user that's, that wants a coming of age story and doesn't like serious horror. Um, do you agree that it belongs in the werewolf, werewolf section? I agree. Since you're an employee of this store, no, no, your part, opinion. Your no, no, opinion. You're, you're part owner. Uh, I agree that it does belong in the werewolf, werewolf section because I didn't see it. I don't, I'm still, <laughs> 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 but, you know, for the greater good, I think there's something there and there are probably a lot of Michelangelo's running around that would consider this a werewolf, werewolf. So I'd say, yeah, I'm going to run with it. I'm trusting. Are you saying I have a lot of illegitimate children? I'm saying there's <laughs> a lot of little saying? Michelangelo's well, a, running around. That was a bold claim right at the end here, Mickey. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh there. boy. It's, it's now canon in the show. <laughs> it's now canon. Um, <laughs> Molly, do you think this belongs in this section? And if you did work here or when you're just here visiting, would you, who would you recommend this to? So I think you could recommend it to somebody. And I was going to say this and then Mickey kind of picked up on it. Like if a guy comes in and he has his girlfriend with them, got to be a guy. She's like, yeah. It's got to be you and Mickey. Yeah. You both only talk about guys. <laughs> but the girl, the girlfriend comes in and she's like, I don't really like scary movies. And, um, you know, the I think that you guys could recommend this to her. Yeah. Mm, OK. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. also, I feel like it might be a fun. <clears throat> I feel like it might be a fun sleepover movie. Like it's rated what? What did we say? It's it was PG. Rated? PG. Despite, probably... despite the fact that Styles wears a shirt that says "Dick Nose," yeah, and, so I, and, and, and there's a kind of nudity yeah. and there's sex. Oh, yes. we didn't even talk about the drama Pamela. teacher. I love Pamela. I love the drama teacher. Scott Paulin, Kirk Kalali, yeah, all that. Yeah. Aside from the Dick Nose and the scene where she unclothes herself and jumps on Scott, and they do the thing in the amazing high school dressing room. Um, aside from that. It could be like a sleepover, like a fun sleepover kind of movie for certain an appropriate age. I don't know, fourteen, maybe thirteen. I'd go younger. I think even younger. I go younger. Younger. Yeah, I was gonna say younger, but then I don't know about the 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 sexual reference. I don't know. It's okay. I didn't understand what it all meant when I saw it, but like I got the message. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like a fun if you're. If your kids are having a sleepover, you know, it'd be a good one to rent. Is this, can I ask you a question, Michelangelo? 
I'd rather you not, but I guess okay. since we're I'm gonna, on a podcast, then sure. I'm going to direct my question <laughs> to the audience and you answer it. Um, okay. Is Teen Wolf, has that been made into a musical? I don't know the, I don't know the answer to that. I, I, I do know that it was made into an MTV show That's what that I came was out. Say. Not the series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I know the, the series. series. And the series then made a movie. Yeah. I the, believe. And the, seri- the series is darker and the series is more like more into yeah, the yeah. werewolf yeah but but i, I but it's more like it's like a, twilight was popular let's like do this mm, with the property we right. own we sort of situation but i just mm. felt I had, I had a moment uh after watching this that i thought god this would make a great broadway musical and i i think kidding. it would i'm not kidding yeah i think it would i agree i agree um uh <laughs> <laughs> Is there a sports section? Do you guys have a sports section in this? Of course, horror? we have multiple yeah, we have sports sections, and, and multiple movies, uh, and multiple sections. It's you, you don't, video store. It could we go live in a sports section. You don't don't they, scratch at this like you wouldn't scratch at the plot of Teen Wolf. You don't go too deep because you'll get confused. We have sections upon sections of subsections. Yes. Well, then I think yes. it could also belong in the sports section. Yeah, we we got the uh, we have multiple releases here. Uh, the one we were talking about tonight is uh, the uh, sh- the uh, Scream Factory release from uh, 2017. I don't know why all of a sudden I became uh, Chicago. Who is this guy? But, uh, Who is this guy? I am from Chicago. I work at the Sausage Factory. I work factory at the here. Sausage Factory there. But and you know, as a teenage wolf, um, it's very beneficial. As a teenage uh, I will, wolf myself. I I will say like literally. Uh, when I was getting ready to watch this, I said to Allie very earnestly, I said, hey, Allie, do you want to watch the Teenage Wolf with me? <laughs> <laughs> also, why did, you, why did you why did you talk to Allie like Christopher Walken? You went, hey, hey Allie. Allie. Hey. Allie. Do you want to uh, uh, watch a, the Teenage Wolf movie with me? I don't know. Hello. <laughs> I just want to say uh, that I love... Jay Fox, he's so crazy in this movie. Oh my gosh! So did she say yes? No, she did not. She said, "There's no way." She said, "Michael, <laughs> why do you want to watch this movie with me?" And I said, "Because I love you." Um. Anyways, uh, um. I'm getting Allie on. No, she 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 wanted she wanted to watch the movie with me desperately. Um, but like because I because I have to like what fit it in where I can, and because I have to like pause it to like uh, write down notes and stuff. I'm like, you don't want to you you like I want to watch it with her, but then I can't because I have to write all these. You're stupid gonna ruin notes. it for yeah. I'm gonna ruin it. I'm gonna ruin yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be the longest movie ever. My 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 New Year's resolution was to. I want to get Allie on one of these episodes. I, you know what you, you, we, oh, so Mickey and I have been talking, uh, this is a little behind the curtains, uh, talk for you. So Molly has been gracious. She's come on. We, we like adore you being here. And of course you always have an open invitation to come on and talk about any movie. Um, and, um, don't yeah, you I don't tempt me with a good time. Uh, it's so, like, if you have a pick, let us know and we'll go yeah. into that section. Um, 
uh, uh, but, uh, you know, because Marika is tied up with a lot of things right now. So Mickey was talking about maybe we get more guests on. And he was like, what about, you know, my best friend uh, who is a constant listener, Chris or, uh, or, or Allie? And I was like, they don't want it. They don't want to. They don't want to do this. And then I asked them both and they're like, yeah. <laughs> what? Shut up. Really? <laughs> yeah. So we might have more diversity. I think that uh, our our dear dear friend um, Steph and uh, our other dear dear friend Kristen would also be really good. Oh, Kristen texted me. I want to put this. This is going on air. Just so I, I want you to know before I say this, this is going on air. Kristen texted me and she said, "Who the hell is Katie?" And why is Michelangelo calling me Katie? <laughs> the same, pa- the same Patrick. Because Day I'm, episode. because I'm an, <laughs> because I'm an idiot. Did you That's call why. her Katie? Did uh, you, you call her Kristen Katie? Katie? And, and I was, Listen, and I, was, I, I have was, an ex. Oh. I have an ex. I have an ex named Kristen. I just, oh. for some reason, I thought Katie. I apologize. I'm, it's I'm dumb. That's why <laughs> I, I told I told her I, I said uh, she said she, I said I am I apologize for him and she said no no he's a hoot and I said yeah that's what you can call it <laughs> so let's so let's make this happen let's so, have the meeting so Kristen Angelo and Kristen so so see I would, how that goes down I would love to finish off the episode if you don't mind with you giving a heartfelt apology to calling Kristen Katie. And we will wind out on the music right now. Michelangelo, this is your cue. I gotta say, I truly apologize. Uh, I didn't mean to call you Kristen Katie. It was a mistake on my end, Katie. From now on, I will always remember. I will always, be quiet. Shush, 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 Molly. Women be talking. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Chris, Kristen. Kristen. I'm so sorry. Uh, this stupid boy called you Katie. Uh, yo. You always use some slide on there. Uh, you get some slide uh, going on now, right? Well, we gonna... oh, this has changed. This has changed. Who is this now? Ab- absolutely. Hey, yo, hey, yo. Mickey ruining it. We can't both do. You do Arnold. I'll do Stallone. If anything, I'm so sorry. My bad. Sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you sound like an old Jewish guy. <laughs>